And it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. A GM, GM on this beautiful day. Good morning, NFTs. We put up the seven bundles. Got the alpha on web three and song on the road radio. It's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up? GM, GM. Good morning. We are, wait, what day is it? Hold on, bugging another day. Wednesday, 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 Wednesday. Wednesday, August 10th, 2022. Look at that. Another beautiful day to have a beautiful day. Mando, Ovi. How you guys doing today? GM. GM. GM, man. How are you? Amazing. Look at what we have this morning. So this is it was, this was an NFT. You check the metadata. This is what you call a rare. This is something rare. You have John Knopf on stage. Wow. Good morning, John. How you GM. doing? GM. Dude, I, it's, it's your my birthday. Birth, it's my birthday, it, bro. It's seven. Th- I woke up at seven thirty in the morning just so I could be here for this. So I'm just want to tell you that that you're actually wrong with your days and what you were expecting today. We're not we're Thursday, bro. That's Are you tomorrow serious? Or, it's tomorrow Friday. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Still <laughs> waking up uh, early for it. Uh, so Mando good. Ovi. Mando's probably gonna get. A little more than than obvious, but Mando, one of the guests that's coming either Thursday or Friday that I, I'm confirming today. Um, John thought was coming today because that's his favorite project ever, and so he woke up on his ever. birthday at six thirty in the morning just to come on the show because he was <laughs> expecting that. It's so true. I'm dying that's, right that's, now. That's amazing and depressing at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. John, how are you turning today? Uh twenty nine. Wow. 29 years old. My God. I love that. 29, bro. Crazy. Wow, you're young. I'm so Damn. young. It's so, so wild. crazy. 29 it's... years old. Wow. Dude, I've done so much in these 29 years. It's just so wild. Fuck. My God. Retired at 29. Look at that. Retired at 29 with my own pool. <laughs> it's it's Retired crazy. Retired because of some cartoon animals <laughs> of monkeys, cartoon monkeys at the age of 29 years old, now thriving. Uh, with this beautiful family in Vegas, where Thank on top you. of that, the taxes are very low. So, very low. Really thriving, John. I'm very, proud of you. Happy it's birthday, a very bro. big. Thank you. It's a very big GM in Vegas. Thank Happy you. Birthday. Happy <laughs> birthday. John. Happy birthday, John. Are we going to sing? I mean, the singing, I would, but the thing is, the singing on Spaces is really bad because we're all like delayed, but fuck it. Happy I birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday, birthday to you. Come on. Oh, Mando, I don't hear that. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Woo! Once you get to this, we love you, John. Happy birthday. It's like not as embarrassing anymore. Happy birthday, John. And there we go. We needed the horns. There you go. Wow. Best birthday ever. Wow. Look at this. Let's look at this. Uh, the start of a show. You love to see it. Make a wish. Absolutely love to see it. Happy birthday. Oh my gosh. So John, 
that makes you a Leo, right? That's dangerous. That's very true. That's dangerous right there. That's extremely dangerous. That's your toxic side. <laughs> what time? <laughs> what time? All, all the girls are going to be like, what time? And then look at, like, they're going to get your social security number by that. Okay. As, oh, I, as, sorry, published. As a <laughs> matter. <laughs> um, as a. Uh, Hold on. A, wait, wait, Lindsay, really quick. Is that real? What? They what? get your social. That that's that's oh that wait I didn't say that it was me no it's not real it's a joke it, no because if you, if you get someone's birth time and the date like you can see a lot about somebody so it's like oh, I, no, no. I laugh I said like, John just my for your birthday so bad like I will give you guys my social security <laughs> number you're welcome point to one, open your credit card I sent you point one tornado <laughs> east uh, oh, for your birthday you, happy birthday yeah if you want to take your family out to to lunch or coffee Dude, or dinner or something. We're only you know, just popping today, so it's a lot more than it was yesterday. We're only um, nine transactions away from you uh, uh, paying me back from you scamming me out of money. <laughs> uh, true story. I actually did scam John. Uh, true story. So, so only nine birthdays away. <laughs> <laughs> we got a we got a packed house this morning, and it's gonna be a great show. I'm sorry, John. It's not gonna be the show you woke up for, but that's probably tomorrow. I just have to get you know to my emails and all that good stuff. But it's still good. I'm happy here. There you go. Well, we're happy you're here. Uh, and uh, and and exact. That's what I thought. This is a rare episode. If this episode is an NFT, uh, it definitely be very rare. So, um, actually, Thursday is the day. So that's tomorrow. I just checked. Mando, if you want to confirm, Golden, there you go. We're having our meeting live on stage. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and so where was I? Okay. Today on the show, uh, we have we have uh, a great guest coming later. It's going to be Alpha Centauri Kid. I mean, come on. ACK is coming uh, around 11.15. It's going to be freaking dope. I can't wait. Love him. Um, of course, going over the NFT and macro daily summary. I know we got our inflation number. Uh, the bulls are bullish. The bears are... Or the bears are bullish, too. Uh, and uh, inflation... So, inflation figures going to be explained uh, by Ovi. Then we're going to roll into a conversation with, with ACK. And also a question... A question. Should an artist stick to one style in order to get recognized? Uh, this title was spun off of a clickbait by Mando the Great. We like that. And uh, one of his uh, one of his uh, one of his threads, which actually ACK quote tweeted. And then there was a whole conversation on Twitter, which was actually a really good one. So um, definitely want to get into that. ACK has an incredible view on, on art and everything. We have Ovi. Look, we have Johnny here now this morning. It's going to be great. Lindsay, the whole fam. These damn King Backboard GM. Look at that. So stacked show this morning. Uh, and as usual, bottom right, live feed. If you want to ask questions, participate and whatnot, you can tweet at me. I'm going to try and read it during the space. And also at the top is pinned the titles from retweet them. So, 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 so let me run back. Let me run back to my command center here. Without further ado, I'm going to go listen to this one, John. This is a great jingle, by the way. You're going to love it. Daily Market Report. Brought to you by Rub Radio. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> Is that the first time you heard that, John? <laughs> That's the first time. It's so good. Things have oh, changed wait. since you left. Things have really changed. <laughs> I love it wait, so much. Wait till you hear Mando's. Mando's is like the funniest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, I'll get cracking with the market stuff. So yeah, like we had um, the inflation number today. It was, as you can see from your screens, it was a good number. So the expectation was 8.7%. Uh, 
Last month, the number was 9.1%. The number came in at 8.5%. So um, it's actually not only is it a decent amount lower than last month, which we were expecting because oil has been a lot lower, but it's um, 0.2 percentage points below the expectation. So that's a good thing. It's actually coming below expe expectations. The other thing we're talking about um, this week was core inflation. So core inflation is the measure excluding energy and food prices. The expectation for that this month was 6.1%. That was actually 59 So that came, that came in below expectations, like even disregarding like the whole oil price movement. Um, and that last month was 59 So that's actually flat on the month. So you've had a month of what seems like inflation having topped out and, and coming lower. But you have to remember, it's just one month of data. So we need more data to, to get a better picture. But you also had, remember, the payrolls number last week, which was a really strong number. It was a really good number. So like both these data points have come out as like the best possible case scenario in, in the situation where you now have this narrative. The, the soft landing narrative is now getting a bit stronger here where like the economy actually isn't that bad because um, payrolls numbers are actually very strong and inflation has started to come down. And it's kind of like, well, how can those two things happen at the same time? But you just had a month where they are happening at the same time. And maybe what the Fed has done with regard to interest rates is actually starting to have an impact and starting to work. Um, so but, uh, both those things are like extremely bullish. Like yesterday, I felt a bit more balanced coming into this number. And I felt like if the number was bad, we definitely would have sold off. Even if it was like in line, I think we could have sold off. But um, just these two macro data points that we've had in the last um seven to eight days or so are, are, i think very very constructive and if you now have another month where things go in the right direction i think you can really start to see like aggressive rallies but from here until and by the way remember we don't hear from the fed until september so we just have like three weeks left of the summer period of august until we hear from what day is again. it what day is it in it's, you know i think it's i think it's mid-september but we do we basically have a month of like nothing now um, and it's, it's really hard to, to not think we're just going to keep going higher and keep rallying because I think positioning is still defensive, it's still short. This is, by the way, just like classic, 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 classic markets 101. Like everyone and their mother got so bearish at the lows. Um, and look where we are now. We're like 100% off the lows in crypto and people are wondering whether they should be buying back in here or not. 100% higher than where they could have if they weren't so scared to... You should just at Farouk when you say this stuff, by the way. Just, <laughs> Hold on, I, I just want to... First of all, Mando, screw you. Uh, and, and, and you're not going to shame me on the show. I had to wake up this morning already to that. Second of all, um, I, I'd like to add that none of this is financial advice. <laughs> My OB got really bullish there for a second. So let me just add a little something. Okay, guys. Uh, so not financial advice, of course. Uh, <laughs> okay, go on. Um, yeah. The, the other thing, last thing I was going to say is like there's a massive, massive rally in interest rates as well. Like two year interest rates have rallied by about 15 basis points. Um, so again, like that's a good, like that's a good sign of where um, things could go. And like oil is lower again today. Like everything is just going in the right direction today. And um, I think my like my call or my hunch is that we keep rallying from now until September because. Um, it's summer, it's a holiday period and a lot of people aren't going to be coming, coming to work on, on Wall Street and stuff you don't have any more like macro information until September you don't hear from the Fed until September um, and we still know positioning is defensive or short um, and look, I know we're up 100% off the lows in crypto but we're also still like 60-70% off the highs 
Um, equities may be a different story. Like equities now are um, almost 20% off the lows and they're not that much lower on the year. But, um, you know, I think you can see like a big, a decent crypto comeback. And you also have the ETH merge in September. So it's really hard not to be like, I'm trying not to like be too bullish here because um, like, uh, like I bought a decent amount lower down. I don't want to just like keep being bullish at higher prices, but um, you know, I'm definitely not going to sell anything or, or take any chips off the table here um, because I just think it's just going to keep going higher. Yeah. Look, I think two months. <laughs> Are you hearing it? Are you feeling it? Are you looking at the charts? Are you seeing that green candle? Yeah, that one. Look at it again. Just stare at it. And think about Ovi's voice. Every morning, Monday to Friday, 10.30 a.m. on the morning show, GMNFT's Rug Radio. Just think about it. He's been telling you since $800. Just think of Red Guy right now, down, down in his bottle of hopium. Oh, yeah. Mm. <sighs> the taste of hopium in the morning. I love it. Oh, man. I love the taste of hopium in the morning. I swear, it tastes so good. <laughs> okay, Bula. <laughs> Obi, I love you, dude. You're so good at this shit. I swear. And <laughs> but what happens if Vitalik just comes out and says, I'm going to CC zero all of Ethereum? <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, we're having a good crash. morning here, okay? Um, Too soon. Too soon, too soon. Especially King Blackboard, who's recovering from a from 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 a from a tax loss here. But it's fine. You can't recover from those. They're good for you. Uh, and so, <laughs> and so, where do I want to go? So, Manda, what are your thoughts here? Maybe you guys can 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 explain that a bit. So, how come? So, explain the meme that's pinned the top, right? Because like in March, when inflation was eight and a half percent, everybody was losing their shit. We're going to zero. ETH is going to three hundred dollars. Bitcoin's going to under ten k. That was the narrative. And in August. Inflation is 8.5%. We're here singing Pump It Up on the morning show on Rug Radio. So can you explain to me <laughs> the difference yeah. between the two? And ETH is literally pumping. I wasn't kidding. When Ovi speaks, that shit pumps. So, like, yes, inflation is 8.5%. Um, I think the main worry is, is that month on month, this month it's gone down, right? And it's gone down, um, what, what was it? It came in at eight five was it or 8.4 to come in it so it's like it's down like 0.5 to 0.6 month on month so like this time next year if we stay around these sort of prices inflation will have reduced massively it could even be like flat or slightly higher now normally that's not what happens you still have some positive momentum but it's it's the month on month which is the big thing here like we're actually inflation has decreased month on month so it's almost like it's it's kind of like peaked um, and if it stays around this sort of level, if prices start to level off, then you could end up with a situation where inflation is, is comes down a lot over the next year, over the next year. So that's the main thing to, to look at. I don't think that's going to happen. You often you normally have positive momentum for a lot of these factors uh, over a yearly basis. But that concept of it being a month on month decrease is a very very big deal. So even though it's eight point five percent back in back in March, that was when it was like kept on going higher every single month, and we topped out at 1% last, last month. And now we've come back down to 8.5%. Um, that, that's quite a big deal. Um, that shows that, that prices can, can, um, can start to stabilize around this sort of level, potentially. Um, so, yeah. Also, you're in a much, much different environment. So, like, back in March, um, we had interest rates gapping out from March to, let's say, late 
late May, early June, interest rates went from kind of where they are now all the way up to like three and a half percent. And oil went from slightly higher than it is now, about $100, and went all the way up to like 130 area. We are lower than where we were in March on both of those figures now. Um, so it's, it is a very, very different macro picture to where we are in March. And the momentum is swinging massively the other way. Unless we forget, like, where was ETH back then? Back in March, ETH was at 3,000 plus, right? And now it's at 1,800. So everything in macro has swung back to where we were um, and, and seems to have momentum the other way. And yet ETH is down 40%. 50% since then. So you have to put that into perspective. Like if you feel like you've missed this, you had money on the sidelines. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of going all in when a price is up 40 or 50%. I've said this a few times, like just put in like 10% and then on dips, like if it dips, if it goes back down to 1800 or goes back down to 1700, goes back to 1600, just to like have limit orders set that are, that you don't take off. Like don't get caught up in some random narrative that they, they, you'd have hit on those those limit orders for three of them if you'd done what we said um, uh, a while back. You would have be, you'd be invested at an average price of around sixteen fifty, and you'd have thirty to forty percent of your portfolio invested right now if you'd done that. Um, so you, you, it's not that you need to just chase this one hundred percent. Like just if you if you have missed this rally, I just think it's prudent to think that crypto is massively underperformed versus his macro here and i don't want to pump it up i'm just saying like don't get caught up in the idea it's 100 off the lows it's also 70 70 off the highs and it's also down 50 percent versus everything else out there so just i think that have that as perspective as well i think also um just to add to what you said about the 8.5 percent in march 8.5 percent now like markets remember markets are always forward looking like equities always price in what they think is going to happen in six months time or in 12 months time. And so people were very like um, sensitive to trends. And in March, the trend was the number keeps going higher. Now the trend is the number seems to be going lower. And so people, markets are looking forward to what could happen in six months time or 12 months time if inflation keeps going lower. And if the, and by the way, we are in a recession right now. So there is some pressure there for the Fed to um, communicate uh, fewer hikes or lowering interest rates further down the line. Like markets are looking to to that information in six months or twelve months. And look, the Fed's going to speak in September, and the Fed's already said we're going to like we're not just going to keep hiking. We're going to be very um, uh, what we do is going to be very contingent on the data. And the data that we've had just now is inflation seems to be coming lower. So um, that's why things are rallying now compared to then because there's a sign that maybe the trend is ch- is changing. And there's a sign that maybe the Fed's pretty, like pretty aggressive interest rate hike policy. Like, like I know everyone's criticised the Fed, but you know the the 75 bit and um, hike, and I think I can't remember if it was 100 basis point hike or not. But like, it's been it's been like literally decades since we've seen hikes of this magnitude by the Fed, like literally decades. Um, so it, it seems like maybe it's actually working. That like maybe their plan could actually work. And Everyone, I think, just wrote them off. Everyone's like, this is never going to work. This is a disaster. This is so bad. But it seems to be working so far. And if it works again for another month, then, look, I think we could be a lot, lot higher. And I think Michael's point on crypto is right. Like, Ethan March is like 3K um, or 3.5K. And, and that itself is still down a decent amount from the all-time highs. Like, ETH right now at 1.8K ahead of, like, the merge. I know the merge is, like, very – could be priced in now. Everyone's talking about it. It's not an unknown thing. 
Um, but you know, crypto has really, really lagged this macro bounce, and as it should, it, it, it moves with more velocity than macro on the way down. But um, you know, I just wouldn't be surprised if we can keep going, especially if we have if the, if the September numbers are good. It could really be like a uh, it could be really a, a lovely festive period to, to end of the year. I think. Well, there you go. There you have it. Um, JC, are you behind the account? You should check your you should check your text. The Rug Radio Discord has just been raided by a bunch of people with God hates NFTs, and they're posting dicks in the general chat. So check your fucking text. Thank you very much. Uh, on now. that note, on that note, um, I'm now gonna go. God damn it! I was like spamming the guy, like yo, yo. So just so you know, I I, I muted the channel and I uh, I made it so slow mode an hour. Uh, anyways, <laughs> welcome to welcome to a. Uh, I to feel our, like you we've our, been raided by. God hates NFTs a few times. I know they're just they're sending a bunch of dicks right now in community chat too. So JC, if you could maybe please close the Discord down like right now. Thank you. Uh, anyways, uh, that's that that makes me laugh honestly because it's like now I'm gonna fud the shit out of him and uh, and then it's gonna be this, is, this is the best birthday ever. <laughs> <laughs> aren't they tomorrow's sponsor? Pardon? Aren't they aren't they the sponsor tomorrow? They should, they should uh, come on as a sponsor. It's just funny to me, like people doing that just because their project is going to zero and it's literally like a rug. But anyways, so um, now Mando, let's get on the NFT side of things because we're gonna have <laughs> we're gonna have ACK coming soon. But before that, um, John, you actually have to hear this one. Th- things have really changed, like really bad. They've gotten really <laughs> bad so since you good. left. Um, NFT market's been had an interesting twenty four hours. Like um, it's still the same trend, so a lot of projects are lower. Some of the top projects seem to have stabilized. I think Azuki went all the way down to like seven and a half, and then bounced to closer to nine. I think mutants. There was quite a lot of drama in the mutant um, ecosystem because Matchy Big Brother, who is one of the biggest ape holders um got annoyed about the fact that the um ape dow retweeted a tweet seemingly from magic eden who are looking to potentially build a marketplace for um bored apes using the uh, which which would run on the ape token or at least that would be the main um the main token for buyings um and it sounds like magic big brother had built his own um, ecosystem, uh, kind of half DeFi, but also half um, marketplace. I think it was called ApeFi, and clearly had been in discussion with ApeDAO, and they kind of probably ignored him. And he got very annoyed that they um, that they had not they chosen to retweet Magic Eden, not his projects. So he sold like forty mutants, um, like Rage sold them, like um, just hit bids. So last night that happened um, didn't really affect the floor. I think the floor stayed around 16 and a half and I've, I've seen i've seen a bunch of i think someone swept some mutants probably about an hour ago as well so it feels like a lot of mutants are trading at 16 right now if you want to get involved um buying or selling um he also like rage sold i think all of his ApeCoin. coin so ApeCoin coin went from trading at like seven and a half last night to trading all the way down to like 6.6 6. 
uh, since has recovered to like 7.1. So that was a bit of a drama. There was also like an off-market trade. It looks like OXB1, who um, we, we kind of had on the show. He was like, we had him through the mouthpiece that was Farouk, um, obviously known for being involved um, with Celsius in the past. Um, but he Are had you in a pool hall right now, man, though? Uh, I am <laughs> close to somebody playing pool. I am. Um, I'm in a hotel, so there's someone's playing pool right next to us. But um, yeah, OXB1 sold, uh, sold his mutant off market for, I think it was close to $4 million. It was something like 2,500 ETH. Um, there's a new buyer who said they're going to use the IP of, of that to like, um, they always seem to have a plan for it. Um, I've forgotten the name of the exact account, but that trade, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so and I think they valued it at twenty three hundred ETH is what the trade value was on that yeah, deal. Yeah, that's big. Yeah, that's a massive trade. Yeah. I mean, in this market, you know, we talk a lot about the higher end of the apes, right? Because the punks have a very big high end, but um, on the ape side, it's really just between the gold ones, which are getting high bids. But how high can a gold one go? And versus the mega millions, which are the thirteen one of ones in the collection, right? So that's like their. That's like the apes aliens in my eyes. You know what I mean? It's like they're that collection out of the thirty thousand, so mutants and apes. It's like the one of ones, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think mutants, mutants. The I think this is the first one that's actually traded potentially, but the serums traded before um, before that. And mutants I think some... before Mando, but like early on, like in the six hundreds. Oh really? Okay. Um, I, I thought it was just the serums that are traded. I didn't realize some of these Mega Mutants are traded. But yeah, this is this is one of the highest trades, I think, for the actual Mega Mutant. I was surprised it like, I don't know how old... Should they have done this on, on chain? Like, I know it was part ETH, part NFTs, but um, I kind of felt like that was a big trade to kind of do off-market. But um, that happened. Uh, that would have been quite a big big day, I guess, for, for um, NFTs in general, one of the biggest recently uh, with that one trade. Feels like punks have stayed around the same 74, um, kind of 73, 74 era. I think just over the last course of the last hour with East ripping, uh, listings are up across most collections again. Um, I think, I still think this is going to continue to hurt smaller collections. Like, this is the trend that we're going to see until probably the end of August, I think. Um, if East breaks, like, like and maybe pushes on, I think people start to feel a bit more comfortable, but. For now, um, I still think people are using any rally to kind of get out of these, um, to get out of what they deem to be low, um, low volume um, and maybe not long term, long term NFT collections. So um, the, a lot of those floors have, got, have gone lower. But I think that's it. I don't think I've missed anything. But um, it did seem to be mainly, again, still in the Yuga ecosystem stuff going on. Yeah, that was um, that was actually that was pretty wild. And then, I guess on the NFT side, um, aside from the same couple collections, oh, the the Clone X saw a little pump, but that's because of what they tweeted yesterday. Um, and then Azuki is up a little bit. Uh, it's like a cycle. I feel it's like we're going from like the free Degen mints at the top uh, ten, and then it swaps back into the the usual suspects. You know, like. The, the biggest, yeah. Can we give some props to um, Sarah Script on her Mornbirds as well? Um, Hell yeah. Full disclosure, I have two. I minted. I am not selling. Just big props to uh, Sarah for crushing those out. Yeah, those were great. Also, 
I think the most highest collection in terms of volume, excluding that Mega Mutant, was this Rare Ape Pepe. Yes, uh, those band collection. Like, which I don't know. I, I never really liked derivatives, but I think these actually look kind of funny. I, I quite like top it, signal. <laughs> Everyone's like, "This is a top signal. Like, this is a pump and dump. Get out!" But like, they keep going higher, and I don't know. I actually. I don't normally like a lot of derivatives. I kind of think these are funny. They won't last, but in my opinion, but I do think they're kind of funny. Oh my god, this is so funny! Um, yeah, top signal. Uh, no, yeah, I know. I, I I heard that it was the artist behind the Peppa Lisa. So to me, like, what I was curious about when I saw those things pump, my first thought was, well, in my eyes, that's kind of good for the Peppa Lisa, which is the original Peppa that that artist drew back in 2016, um, which is a rare Peppa card. Um, of which part of the fine art? Rare Pepe. I didn't realize. I didn't realize it was like uh, one of the the proper rare Pepe artists. If so, then maybe maybe it does have some more legs. Yeah, no, it is. I have none, but and I've seen it run since like before point one. So I was like, ah, oh, shit. But hey, you can't catch them all, right? It's uh, it's not that easy uh, to get to get all of them. So it uh, it is it is what it is. But yeah, on the NFT side, I guess that's about it. I mean, we're seeing Weberverse had their mint, so they're fully minted out. Um, that other project I was talking about yesterday quickly, uh, yeah, Weberverse 12 items at 0.6 ETH, so it's, it stayed pretty strong through the full, like, mint out, despite losing also their Twitter accounts, like, both of them, so that's a big deal. Um, Alien, I think it's, tomorrow is the full public mint, I'm not too sure on the date, so you guys would have to double check after me to be sure, but there's, like, four, 5,000 more that can hit the mark, less than 5k that left to be minted. So that's at point seventeen. So we'll see. But I find it interesting. I see, like, I don't know what you guys feel, but like, there is a couple plays. Like yesterday, I made a play in and out of a project. Um, I did not get shamed on Twitter. I'm not gonna ask. What was it? I was waiting for it, Brooke. I was was really waiting for you to get called out for some reason. Dude, I. You know what? I cut a dub yesterday, and no motherfucker came to bother me, and it's great. Uh, That's bigger dub. Hell yeah, bro. Yeah, do what we want. Hell yeah, these you know the vibes, bro. I went into that project at point two three. I heard the guy that's like uh, uh, launching is like a big dude, big deal, whatever. I got in and I got right back out as soon as it hit one ETH. It went to two and a half, which sucks, made me sick. But you know oh, what? Wow. We cut yeah, we caught a W in the middle of a bear, and the and the people I sold it to even caught a W. So look at that. It's a it's a full win on both sides. You know what I mean? I, I would love for you to get called out. And then, uh, and then find out that it doubled. The floor is doubled. That's literally what it. happened last time, though. Like that. No, that's literally what happened last time, man. Though. Yo, oh, real quick, the- I got an yeah. update. Uh, my, our man Machi is still giving out deals. Speaking of NFT deals, uh, there was a triple merch mutant ape that just sold for twenty four weeth. So if you are in the market oh, wow. looking for some rare mutants. Machi is definitely unloading everything fire sale. So fire some weeds. You can definitely get some some deals, and there could be a spread if you resell it. There's the alpha. Yeah, dude. What do you, you know think what's crazy though? That tantrum is so funny coming from a scummy ass motherfucker who like sold like stole like twenty two thousand these. Like it's so funny. Like there's a Zach XBT thread on him. Like like I don't know. Like I'm 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 gonna say it, but it's like. It's like that's pretty much what everyone's thinking. Like it's like, bro, like the guy's throwing a tantrum because the Ape Foundation, which actually technically speaking is separate from Yugo Labs, you dip with. Like he doesn't get even how that works. He's like mad at, at he's like taking it out on his Yugo Labs assets, but like Apecoin Foundation, Apecoin is separate entity than Yugo Labs itself. Just Yugo Labs adopted Apecoin as their currency of exchange. 
So like that's a that's what the funniest part too. And then bringing some heat, so, bringing some heat. You're bringing some heat this morning. But, but, but man, it's so funny. Like I'm seeing a rich guy. What happened? I know, I know you missed out on generational wealth. But is it funny? These like you have like this like multi-millionaire thief that's throwing a tantrum on a, on an app on a social media platform, dumping his ape coin because he's not happy that they didn't uh, retweet his Ponzi. That's literally it. He's mad that the Acorn Foundation didn't share his, and he's accusing them of picking Magic Eden for their platform, but they're not. Magic Eden tweeted that they put a proposal in. Sorry, they have better marketing than you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's all they did. They just say, hey, hey we're putting AP78, whatever, that we want our platform to build an ape marketplace. That's literally what a DAO is for. This is literally the properly, probably one of the best use cases for a DAO you'll ever see in our space so far. They're proposing that they build a marketplace for apes. And apes, so you guys, Mando, Obi, me, uh, you know, Blackboard, everybody else, where everybody has an ape coin can go and vote whether they're for it or not. Like, this is called governance. <laughs> and the fucking DAO. So it's like, you know, I just thought it was funny. It's like, you know, if anything, this is a proper use case of what you can do with the funds of a DAO. I, 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 yeah. I rage quit and I break a $50 controller. He rage quits and sells $7 million of ape coin that he could have sold at. Or maybe it's an excuse to find his exit liquidity, in which case he's a genius. I mean, OXB1 doing, doing the oh, yeah, Lord's work too. with that. <laughs> I mean, any, any excuse wow. uh, influenza can get to dump publicly, like, you gotta take it. Wow, what a, what a great one, though. 2300 E's. These guys are just crushing it, honestly. Uh, they, oh, my God. This is so crazy. Did you see that, that news also yesterday? quickly i'm gonna go to ack soon but uh that news the other day yesterday also that machinsky had like a dormant wallet and was like selling like sell token and banking on it while he was like announced going bankrupt like all this shit like these people are also sickening to me like if there's like the whole like tornado cash situation pissed me off because i think that's the wrong kind of regulation come and put this kind of people in prison bro like the dukons and the fucking machinskis and shit you know what i mean like go like do that crack down on crypto fine but crack down on the right plight of it you know like don't make it seem like the whole thing's dirty because just there's scummy ass people you know pulling the strings and stuff you know that's that's kind of like that's kind of like it's been a deep thought man though i don't know what you guys think but like that's been my thoughts like it's like 24 hours like the more 40 hours when i think about this situation it's so wild i didn't really get into the depths of that like i i know that there's like a history of matty big brother i think um i i see what you're saying like it's just so tough with these sort of scenarios. Like, it's, it's very difficult to work out, like, guilt. I actually quite, what I do quite like about crypto is that, like, there's such a, um, there's such a, like, a core, in, in many ways, like, there's a core public opinion. Like, there is, there is, like, some level of morality with, like, the, the average person um, that, like, I speak for cancer culture, I don't really like it, but at the same time, like, like his ability to kind of, I don't know, he is the only justice i feel like we really will end up getting i don't really want a ton of like courts and laws coming in um for a lot of this stuff um for, for like the vast majority of stuff but there's a lot of like bad morality which i feel like i like the fact that there are like, white actors in crypto to help expose that maybe even better than than like courts do you take take some of these guys to court you'll never you know like they'll probably get out of it whereas i feel like um I like the fact that there are a lot of like white knights in crypto that, that do this stuff. 
Yeah, they're great. We like Zach XVT, that's for sure. His especially his thread the other day, his article about the French guys, those teenagers that were stealing people's apes, and they're in trouble now. That was a good one. But he he basically caught these two French kids, like literally kids, and probably like sixteen or seventeen. Like they literally looked like children, and they were doing these fishing scams. And they got a lot of the apes uh, early. It was like one of the earlier phishing scams. And he just, like traced it back because they tornado cashed money back into an ENS <laughs> that was directly tied tied to them. And it was they were like tornado cashing the exact amounts stolen, like to the dollar, like back to that ENS. And they just got caught that way. So, oh my god! On, um, on the ma- on the matching case, I don't really feel like there's any any like winners, good guys and bad guys. That's basically what I'm trying to say. Like I, I also because I, I think. There is been some questions about it now, like who who's on the board for it. Like Magic Eden, I think is heavily linked to FTX, right? And I think the FTX, a lot of FTX people are on the board. Um, and Amoka's obviously linked to them in many ways as well. Like there's obviously links here, so it's very difficult to work out. Like whether I know, obviously, he had his own idea, and it's not like it's a really bad reaction, but. I don't necessarily look at that and go like, oh my God, like ApeDAO's on the right side of that. There's been legitimate criticisms of ApeDAO as being slightly, I don't know, distanced no, I from the, like, the average ape. Let's put it that way. I, I, no, I understand that point of view. That's a different one. Like, I get you. And, and I, I haven't been looking deep enough into what they're doing and stuff. You know, we're obviously trying to do our own. So, but it's just like, it was just funny to see a whole tantrum. Uh, from from that and, and though on top, on top of that though too it's like they're not the only ones with vested interests like a16z and OpenSea. like if you really look at all, all like the the back like it's it's not just one or the other so i kind of see it kind of crazy i don't i didn't think it was like magic Eden never had a, cho- a shot because a16z and OpenSea. but maybe i'm wrong and like <laughs> if it does go with magic Eden, it shows that the dow is more separate than yuga yeah, that's well, a fair point, too. That's a fair point. Yeah, exactly. Well, Mando, Ovi, um, hopefully you guys don't rage quit either um, when you hear that the apes are moving to Cardano, um, you know, because you do have a large stake in the Board APR Club. So I'm just putting it out there. Once When they adopt ADA as their, uh, you know, their, their blockchain, you know, I hope you guys stick around. Anyways, anyways, I'm going to hard transition here. <laughs> Uh, of course, I'm, I'm I'm kidding around everyone. Just for the audience, in case disclaimers, disclaimers. Uh, we have so <laughs> so I brought I brought ACK up here, um, and I'm super happy to have you on 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 Rug Radio this morning. Uh, Mando and I were scratching our hands like, yo, which big artists do we really really want to get on? Um, and and you came into mind like you're one of the first people that came into mind. I'm so glad we had Jake the DJ on. We had Claire Silver. And we've been we've been hosting these origin stories uh, once a week, ideally when it, for like artists specifically, and and so Alpha Centauri Kid, uh, who it arguably is one of the more successful uh, artists in the crypto art scene, and so it's really a pleasure and honor to have you. You've had quite a busy last twenty four hours, if I'm not mistaken, and we'll get into that story after. But you actually uh, pretty much gave away a one of one on Super Air last night for free, so one lucky person managed to get a free ACK piece last night, y'all. Uh, so that was insane. I saw it happen in real time. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> My God. Oh, sorry. It was ACK. It was not X copy. And, <laughs> and yeah, so GM, yeah. ACK. How you doing? GM, GM, GMA. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here. And uh, yeah, much love to everyone in the crowd and, and all the speakers and everything. But um, but yeah, I know. So I, uh, yeah, I, I was just, I was on one last night, I guess, that Gummy was hitting extra hard. So I thought, you know what, fuck it, let's let's get on the alt account and give away a one-of-one. One and 
And yeah, man, I ended up just buying it back a few minutes ago and I listed it on auction on my main account with a reserve of 0.1 just for the culture. Like, fuck No way. <laughs> Wait, you just <laughs> bought it for 21 ETH and you put it yeah, on I bought... auction again? Yeah, yeah, because I figured, you know what, how cool... <laughs> How cool would it be to buy my own alt piece back from someone and then re-auction it off? <laughs> for fun, so you, know? you get you minted a free a free piece from Nonix Copy, which is your alt superior account. Which, by the way, the piece yeah. is sick. And okay. then you the person listed it, I guess, or you made an offer. Yeah, I made an offer. He had several offers. Um, people were hitting him up in DMs, but I hit him up asking, "Hey, what's the highest offer that you have?" And he told me. So I just made an wow. offer in that in that ballpark, and he accepted it. Luckily, and and now I get to own my own alt. But so, I figured, you know, let's. I want I want to let it go into the world, you know, one more time. But from my main account. Wow. Shit, and Clutch already has a uh, twenty-two E bid on it. Wow. Yeah, there's, there's a pretty hefty bid on it right now. So yeah, man, it was it was a fun experiment. So this is this is. I think there's no better way to intro ACK. Then this way onto the onto the show this morning with the story. So you just made someone twenty one ETH, like just like that, out of you know, boom. And now you already have a twenty two ETH, but only reselling it. Shout out to Clutch, by the way, love that guy. Yes, and yes, great collector. Yeah, and yes, uh, and so, and we this is things we love to see. So ACK, why don't we give people maybe like a little, a little, you know, a little backstory on on who you are and and how you got a how you became an artist actually, how you got okay. into all this this art stuff I'd love to hear more about that yeah for sure appreciate it um so yeah I, i've been making art you know throughout my whole life elementary school drawing painting middle school etc and um it's just something that i've always gone to as like an outlet and um that art and music have been my two things and um you know i've just been just been doing them for fun and i was i would make memes like photoshop memes for years and years and just having fun and doing shit for me and my friends and then in march you know i saw like everyone else beeple's you know massive sell and i looked i went and looked at beeple's art and uh you know it just it struck a chord with me and once i realized like oh okay memes are valuable to people then i realized you know what fuck this i gotta jump in now and yeah i minted some shit on OpenSea some some photoshop pieces i already had made and um a couple weeks later i got a sell for like 40 dollars or something and i was shocked like oh shit people people are gonna spend 40 dollars on my on my meme art and then i made it like another sell to the same dude like a week later for like 130 dollars and i was i was tripping out like my wife was like oh god this is stupid whatever it's you know it's not real <laughs> so but i kept you know i just i i saw an opportunity and it just it was just fun to share that kind of stuff with the world. And yeah, man, it's just one thing led to another and kind of a domino effect to this point. Wow. I will never forget that auction last August when I was on the phone with ice bags till like four in the morning oh, buying yeah. that piece of yours. I know. <laughs> I think it went <laughs> 50 ETH almost. I know, I know. It, yeah, my, my piece before that sold for like 2.1 and then D's and Milkman and, and DVD fucking were in a little little bit of a battle. And yeah, my that piece sold for like 40, I think 40 or 42. And I, yeah, I'll never forget that moment because I was like 2 a.m. or some shit. And yeah, I was like, I was shocked. It was crazy. And then, yeah, man, from there, I've just been trusting the muse this whole time and and she's been, you know, 
she's been showing me the path, I guess. I, okay, so this is something I want to get into, and I love that. So first of all, congratulations on the rise. This is so. This is a theme. Thank you. Starting to 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 really hear a lot, Amanda. Over you guys probably like you you've you've probably realized as well and noticed whether it's a Fio or Claire or Jake or all the incredible artists that have had a lot of success in the space. You started so long ago and you've been adrift and and sorry and Corey Van Loo, like everyone literally and so you were selling pieces for close to nothing and just yeah. making you love art like you just said I've been always making art for sure. and and you found this NFT shit right. <laughs> <laughs> you, find yeah. this, you know yeah. and you're like wait yeah. let me try this and you were curious and you kind of switched the medium here and came on chain and slowly right not right off the bat you didn't have a 40 sale right away you had a no. sale and this and that yeah. and then now and i remember that summer wow last summer when then you got the 6529 and everyone involved and when that yeah. happened i mean when the piece piece and when you got x copies kind of co-signed that also was a yeah. massive, massive event in your career. So I definitely want to get to that. But before, I want to ask you about the muse. I want to ask you about her. Who is she? <laughs> um, <clears throat> she's a goddess that controls my every move. No, um, no. I, so like, I think the muse, which I refer to as my artistic intuition. So I, get, uh, I was getting a call. It almost feels as though, like somebody's whispering an idea to me because I, I see the idea so vividly and um I started thinking you know what I need to put a face to this to this whatever to this being or whatever this is that's giving me these ideas and um yeah I thought you know what I should personify this character and honestly it was the best decision I ever made because I love being able to share the experience of all this with like some entity I don't know what it is but you know, something, some force out there is giving me these ideas and like, um, you know, I'm just running with it. And, and when I was trying to find a face for the muse, um, I happened across a, a photo of Emma Watson and it just hit me like, oh, fuck, wow, this is a muse. And yeah, I just went with it and I kind of kept it concealed for a while and hidden, you know, but with my latest silkscreen print run I'm doing, I, I did the full reveal of Emma and and yeah, so so that's pretty much it. Wow, this is sick. Amanda, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just so so. Emma Watson is is like the the figurative muse at this stage, <laughs> bro. <laughs> she just I don't know why she was chosen to be the muse, I guess. But yeah, no, she's like her that that one image is what struck me as like oh, okay, wow, this 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 should be the face of the muse, and then I I hit it in some pieces and you know wasn't telling anyone and then uh, uh i think a month or two ago i shared a piece called emma.gif where i revealed that yeah it, it was her interesting that's i've that's seen so much of your art i just never thought that emma Watson was the muse behind yeah it. now i'm like going <laughs> to do it. i'm like yeah i'll pin it i'll pin it if i can let me see i'm like opening up i like, just pinned it up it should it should get up there cool cool i but yeah I like just- that's so interesting. Go for ahead, me, sorry. for me, when you see that piece in particular, it kind of explains the why I chose her because the the piece is so compelling and like it draws me in personally. So I feel like that could be a shared experience, and mm. it just it just felt right. 
Yeah, I see Emma.gif. Uh, and it's it's on ACK's pinned tweet. And it's now pinned in the spaces. But if you're listening on replay or, or uh, elsewhere on Twitter, if you go to Office and Tory Kids Twitter account, it's pinned on his account. Um, and wow, this is it's and it's and I want to talk about then like I want to talk about your style, right? Like, what would you what would you categorize your style as or call it? It's it's really interesting. I I, I mean personally, I've never seen anything like it. Um, but what would you categorize it as? And then. You know, how, how did this, this come to you? I really want to get into your art style. It's really incredible. Um, thank you. Um, God, I don't, honestly don't know what to categorize it as because it's like this piece in particular or even the piece, the moment of self-reflection that I sold on on my alt. Um, I mean, it's glitch. Like the, that piece is like, it's glitchy, but it's minimalistic. So like I tried to like, minimize the glitch so you're not focusing on that and you're focusing more on the subject matter but um i don't know i feel like and you know to the main you know one of the main topics we're discussing um as far as styles go i feel like somehow i've been able to achieve the the one goal i've had of being able to create art in any aesthetic and have the same feeling and people be able to recognize my 3D shit, my glitchy shit, my fine art shit, whatever, as me. And miraculously, you know, with the help of the muse, I feel like I've been able to achieve that. And it's just, it's it's shocking to me still every day because it's it's damn near impossible to do, to be honest, in my opinion. Yeah, it's 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 really an interesting style. I mean, that's there's, that's that's the beautiful thing about this this space. I mean, there's so many artists that just from different styles. It's hard to even like relate it to someone. Do you have any inspirations from the traditional art world that you followed since a young age? Um, I mean, yeah, I love Warhol, which is for like I I took inspiration from him on the silk screen prints I'm doing for this uh, for Emma dot gif. And I'm gonna do like nine different color variations of that on silk screen, the same kind of paper Warhol used. Um, you know, I love him. I love Van Gogh. I love Da Vinci, like all the classics, Michelangelo and current, you know, modern. I love like, of course, X copy people. Um, I get early on. Some people would try and say like, if you mix X copy and a people, you get an ACK, but I mean, maybe perhaps, but um, honestly, I just, I feel like I vibe on strong colors and strong statements. And I think that's where my aesthetic lies, to be honest. Huh. Interesting. Wow. This is really cool. If you mix an X copy and a Beeple, you get an ACK. I could, I could see it. I think, I think that's, uh, that, that's pretty good. Ovi, um, obviously you're an artist too. Uh, you've had quite some success in space with your own uh, style and, uh, and so, want to kick it to you if you have a question for for ACK here. Yeah, what's up, ACK? How you doing? Hey, hey, bro, how's it going? Yeah, I'm good. I, I ACK and I chat quite a lot in the in the DMs. I actually met him in New York the first time, which was which was pretty sweet. Um, but like, definitely one of my, uh, um, I think definitely one of my favorite artists because I think um, you're like one of the few artists that has this ability to like command a price for your stuff, and it's like. Um, I know that when we were chatting DMs and stuff, you're like, this is the price, like, I'm not going to set for anything lower. And then you just, you wait for it and you're patient. And then, like, you know, lo and behold, someone just comes in and, and, and buys that price, especially in this market as well, when it's been really tough. So um, I think that's one of the most awesome things. But I actually had a question for you. Um, it's something that, like, I just observed by looking at your stuff from this time last year until now. 
Um, do you feel like in the last few weeks, the last few months, like now that you've become more established, you sort of like have started to not like develop your own style, but started to actually push out things that you feel like are more you than you did originally. And you know, at the beginning you had like some Pepe stuff, like some, some X copy style stuff. And you, you obviously had that collab and you had the 3D stuff. And now I feel like the stuff that I'm seeing is like, wow, like this is like, I feel like this is you and it's actually different to anything else out there. Like, um, would you agree with that observation or? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, and, and thank you, man. I appreciate it. I'm a big fan of yours as well. And congrats on all your success. Um, man, these kids are being loud as hell. <laughs> You're good. Hey guys, be quiet, please. <laughs> um, so I got three daughters, man. <laughs> three daughters. Yeah. But no, no, thank you. And yeah, I, honestly, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of uh, in shock on how it all worked out because you're right. Like early on, I was more, ex, you know, being experimental and um, making 3D stuff like punks, punk derivatives. And, um, you know, and I did have like some glitchy stuff back then as well, but it was more just experimental. And then, yeah, it, I do agree that it does seem as though in the past six months, I've been able to like develop whatever style this currently is as my own and it's more recognizable as me because I was trying to make a piece not long ago for some project that wasn't recognizable as me and I just anything I made it was just coming out ACK ACK and I would share it and they're like oh no this screams ACK so I said ah fuck okay so so I ended up having to go a whole nother it's it was hard to not make something in my aesthetic at this point and it, yeah it was crazy man yeah, it's uh, it's awesome to see. I really, I actually like really love your new stuff. Like, um, that the stuff that you push out recently. I just think like, thank you. Um, the way that you, use, I, I write, I, I like the way that you use red in a lot of pieces, and it's just like, it's like, you look at it, and it's just like super deep. It's like, it's like a very simple picture, but then it's like super deep when you actually start to think about it and look at it. And like the as you said, like I know you, you said you like using and like intense colors and stuff, but um like when you look at the um uh the ACK PFPs and, and the shady bunch like those colors are so intense and all that stuff and it's just like you have to like look at it like 25 times like what the fuck's going on here in this piece how do I like understand it or break it down yeah. and every time I look at it I get like a like a different feeling but it's just like um uh, I think there's like a lot there's a lot of art out there but it's like really cool to see stuff that's genuine and just like um I don't know, I can't really explain it. It just like hits it just like hits this feeling when you do stuff because you know that like you can tell there's just like some story behind it or something behind it and maybe I can't always put my finger on what it is, but um I think that's the part I uh I think I that's the part for me that like really gets me every time I see a new piece. Like I just think it, I think it's pretty 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 fucking cool to be honest. Thank you, man. No, that that means a lot coming from you and uh, yeah, I really appreciate it. And one of my goals is to like with art, you know, I want people to do more than just look at it and then move on with their day. I want them to like come back to it. So that's why I, that's why I do try to like experiment and add subtle things and like keywords so you can change the art. Like the piece I did that six five two nine fund bot. Um, you know, I <clears throat> for anyone who's not familiar, I made a piece. It's like a cool looking skull glitchy piece on Super Rare on my main account, and it's called "I Promise I Can Change." But you can type in the word liar and it'll actually change because ultimately we all know, you know, we, I'm, well, I'm, at least I know I'm not going to change. 
So the only way you're going to get me to change is by interacting with that piece. And it, it was a cool performance thing. And yeah, man, I just, I love, I love being able, I love when people like say something about my art or like see my art or not just my art, any art in general. And they have a connection to it more than just a glance. And then they go on with their day. It's, it's really impactful to be able to connect with a piece of art in a meaningful way. So, yeah. So thank GM, you. GMAC. I mean, like I still remember way back when LDF did that like first interview with you and like still one of my favorite things. Um, wow. Like how long ago that was, but like, I love like we always talk when you go and like, you, t- you love to tell a story. And I think you always do a good job telling a story, not just in your art, but like last night's a perfect example of that. And there's a couple other examples, like you can say, like, I think you did one of the coolest things ever last year when you sent that piece to the burn address. And I also think my favorite piece of yours is a ongoing storytelling. I, I believe, is it called the Rose or is it the piano one where it's been constantly evolving over time? So sick. It's and the I, Rose, right? R- the Rose. And I think that's, honestly, I've always said, I think that is the grail piece of the last year and a half, two years. If I got only like one, one of one piece, it would be that one because it's just such an insane thing that you're going to be telling a story for as long as the muse is telling you to tell that story. And it's so cool. And I know it's going to be a topic that comes up later. I just wanted to hit on this one point, though, where it's been really awesome to see your style evolve because speaking of story, like writers get pigeonholed into like one genre and then they don't have a chance to be able to evolve beyond that usually. And like you're able to show your range right here now in a multitude of art styles without being pigeonholed. Uh, yes, thank you, man. Thank you. No, I appreciate that. And um, and yes, I, I do. The roses, man. It's, it's such a it was such a fun piece. And yeah, that piece will continue evolving for the rest as long as there's a blockchain. It'll continue evolving. And um, and yeah, that one and uh, till death also evolves as well. But that one ends with me. So like that one, once when I die, that one will no longer change. So my last update before I die, who the hell knows? And bam, it's set in stone, and, and you know it'll that will be the final piece. But um, but yeah, no, I, I'm very thankful and very fortunate. And yeah, a day doesn't go by where I'm not like, wow, this is fucking real life. And uh, you know, I gotta pinch myself and shit. But I try to, I try to stay humble. I try to give back to the other artists out there, and you know, do my due diligence and and help bring people up because you know it's there's artists out there, amazing artists. And they're just, you know, they're trying to make it and be seen. And I, I walk around with a lot of guilt, you know, because just selling for this and that. But um, so, you know, I feel like it's important for me to, you know, to share other artists and, and you know, buy their art when I can, et cetera. Can I, can I ask? I think that's, that's a really nice sentiment. But I just wanted to, I think, maybe even to help people understand. So I think you've really captured this concept of like performance art with a lot of your pieces. Can you maybe go about like how you think about do you think about an idea and do you work with someone else to kind of do like some of the on-chain stuff or like how how exactly do you create your approach your your pieces and and maybe that other people who want to experiment with that as a concept like performance art on blockchain can maybe um can maybe look at it for sure thank you man um yeah no so uh i'm lucky that i got in manifold early and um and you know uh, Young Weekend is with Manifold. He's he's my go-to guy. Him and Richard. But um, but yeah. So I would come up with an idea like with with the Rose and Till Death. Well, Till Death I I update on my own. But the Rose, um, Young Weekend ended up writing a contract. I I get I told him the idea, and I asked him if this was possible, and he said anything's possible. So then a few weeks later, he came back with the contract already written, 
And, um, and I was like, wow, okay, this is amazing. So yeah, so he, he helped write the contract and, um, and yeah, we put it out there, but that idea happened because, um, when I first got onboarded to Manifold, um, Richard was telling me like, oh, you know, if you ever make a mistake on your like title or description, you can edit the, the metadata. So I was like, oh shit. Okay. So I'm thinking, oh, I guess I wonder if I can edit the art as well. And then, yeah, he said, yeah, he, he showed me how, and then, and then the idea came and we just, you know, went from there. And the same thing with the piece that, that Trill deceased bought, um, he bought blindly, uh, Cause I, I, I tweeted out, I have an idea for a piece that um, the, the original thought was I wanted to make a piece where I'm on my deathbed and there's doctors and, and collectors in there with their laptops, like waiting for me to die so they could flip for a thousand X, what, you know, hundred X, whatever. And I just thought it would be a funny thing to make. And uh, Trill, Trill said he wanted to buy it, but he wanted, he wanted to buy it blindly without knowing how the art would look. So I said, okay. So I just, I minted the tweet and then he, he bought that for a hundred. And then when he bought that, the tweet transformed into the, the art piece of me in the hospital bed. And there was a button on the bottom that said unplug because I was on life support and he, he didn't even think twice. Motherfucker went and unplugged me and killed me. And then, but he didn't know the art was going to get sent to the burn address as soon as he hit that transaction and then, and then, yeah, the art stayed dead in the burn address for three days and he had no idea if he was going to get it back. He, he was like, dude, <laughs> he DM me like, bro, what, like why? And, uh, and I was like, just trust me, man, just trust me. And then, yeah, and then three days later, serendipitously on my birth, my actual birthday, I came back with the piece and yeah, it got um, revived into well, you, you deleted your Twitter too, wow. right? for three days. Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. I, I deleted so my Twitter awesome. to, I deleted my Twitter to like make the rug pool seem even oh. more like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that was like my first real performance piece, I think. And then it was, just, yeah, I was so fun. And like the, the fact that he was willing to take a bet on me for a hundred and that, that shit was and we're talking about a hundred ETH. And yeah, that was when ETH was uh, yeah. like, I think like 3,000. Yeah. So you so. you sold a piece, uh, you put a tweet out, Israel, who's an incredible uh, art collector, by the way. He, he listens uh, yeah. every now and then. Uh, love Trill. Uh, anyways, yes. he, he bought it for 100 ETH, uh, sight on scene, and then it went to the burn address. You deleted your account and then it came back. Talk about perform- using blockchain technology so the, what what i love about nfts is obviously you all know is, is the art the cross of art and tech right and this is probably one of the best use cases i've ever heard about when it comes to like the cross of it at a, such a high-end level here it's so sick that you did that and i wanted to get that I, I love that mando got into that because yeah to talk about like how you use the blockchain and smart contracts in your art we talked about that with jake because obviously he really is a purist when it comes to that and, and so are you, it seems. I remember when I was at, actually, Matt's here, GM. I can't wait to go to you because I know you, you're quite the, the, the ACK uh, appreciator, <laughs> like, like <laughs> yeah. the rest of us. But, you know, it's, it's, you, I remember at the, at the Christie's and NFT Now event when your art was displayed, which is when I got to meet you in person for the first time. Um, and, uh, and, and you were like, just wait to see what's going to happen to this piece. Mm. And then when yeah. the Christie's auction ended, 
the piece kind of like rubbed like that the, yeah. the the girl in the balloon disappeared and then pepe made an appearance so um i'd love to to hear more about like your use of blockchain technology and smart contracts and stuff like that how did you i know you smashed manifold and richard and and, and um and uh i forgot it was with young, uh, young, weekend. Weekend. Yeah. young weekend sorry because there's another one lights something right anyway <laughs> but young weekend yes. yeah so the young weekend who are geniuses by the way we love manifold um, and, uh, and so I just want to kind of like, what, what, how did you get started in the whole, like that? Like, it's so like, not everyone could just think of that, you know? Well, yeah, no, I think maybe I'm crazy. I don't know, but I think, um, well, like, so, so technically, you know, if you can write code in, um, HTML, you can make a piece that interacts. So, and, and I know Jake is also, he's like, Jake did his own HTML, I think, or he did some some code on it, one of his pieces where it shows the, the Ethereum ticker on the bottom. And, you know, that's no easy feat to accomplish. But, um, yeah, so, like, I think first thing to do is find an idea. And then once you have an idea, like, for those other artists who want to try and, you know, try and do interactive art or, like, blockchain performance or whatever, I think, yeah, find the right idea first and then, you know, research research how it can be done because with HTML um, code, you can do a lot. Like you can make shit blow up. You can, I mean, it's, yeah, there's just so many things you can do with HTML and, um, and yeah, now that's, you know, super rare, my, my super rare piece, uh, crypto art, um, that protein Prosecco bot, um, he, uh, that was the first HTML piece on super rare. And yeah, now, now they, they have HTML, um, capabilities. So yeah, I mean, it's, I think if anyone's out there trying to to do more interactive and, and on-chain stuff, then, yeah, I think, uh, you know, maybe find a dev who does HTML or, you know, uh, start learning it. It's not it's not terribly difficult, and um, it could be worth it, in, you know, in the long run if, you, if the idea is good enough. You're a genius. I love that. This is so fucking sick. I mean, talk great. about, you know, this space and how – how much you can change uh, the art scene with it. So there's literally nothing to describe like what an ACK is. We remember when we were talking at the beginning of the spaces, like your art style, you just kind of like paved your own way and you're creating your own art style and it's freaking sick, um, which is really cool to see. Uh, Matt, GM, uh, I know you raised your hand when it, when we had ACK up and your collector of his, um, wanted to give it to you for sure. Test. Rock check, rock check one two. You're good. Wow. You're good. No, yeah, you're good. <laughs> I think Matt's rugged. So yeah. let me tell him that he's rugged. Uh, that way, that way he knows. But yeah, this but, is this is. Oh, do we sorry. Have no, no I was gonna say, but yeah, no, Matt. Matt is he's he's actually my biggest Tezos collector and uh, wow. owns. A, yeah, he owns so much Tezos pieces of mine. But um, and he had a few one of ones on Tezos as well. But uh, yeah, no, he's great, great guy. I love Matt and. Just yeah, lucky, lucky to be a part of the space, man. So what what brought you to do? So we've had Misan Hariman on the show. We talked a lot about Tezos, and we had a couple of the artists. Like we actually talked about it with Claire as well, because she's done some stuff on Tezos as well. What made you want to mint there? Because we did talk about how a lot of the bigger artists on ETH like to use Tezos too. Do you are you still active in that Tezos ecosystem? And so what what made you want to mint another blockchain? Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think. Uh, I don't know if I'll continue being active there or not. I, I do love that community, but um, 
Like it's it's just one of those. I think it's for me. It's just one of those extra things. Like let's say a few months have gone by. Maybe I haven't released anything, and just to do for fun, I like to keep it as a backup. But um, I mean, I have I have a decent catalog on Tezos, and my goal for like the rest of this year and maybe most of next year is to just really, I think, minimize um like one of ones and and additions and stuff like that, and just really focus on storytelling and what I want to achieve as an artist and, uh, and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, I do love the Tezos community. I mean, they're, they're one of the like most hardcore communities, um, there is, and yeah, so much good art on Tezos. Like that's one thing in the tungsten Dow that we often share with each other is like when we find good, good pieces on Tezos or whatever. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely love to support that community as well. But as far as other blockchains, like I want to have art everywhere that art can sell. So like I'm doing some traditional or contemporary stuff. I'll sell on chain, I'll sell off chain, but to the right buyers. And, you know, I try to be thoughtful with scarcity and stuff like that. Yeah, that's really cool. Also, I do want to go to something Then I do want to pose a question, which Mando, you had a thread about an ACK. You actually quote tweeted and went into it as well when it comes to should artists stick to one style. But um you obviously love pepe so you've done a lot of pepe yeah. like on eth and you recently had your fake rare that hell yeah i had the chance to collect so happy about <laughs> it you. um and i was really geeking out i was like that's gonna be my first ack and it was and it's, uh, sorry i just like i totally geeked out on the last day with your collab with vvd which was sick uh but so you obviously love pepe you've integrated pepe in a lot of your big masterpiece etc so where, where does that love for pepe come from um i mean so yeah like back when um i was on foundation um man there wasn't there wasn't that much pepe art to be honest maybe me and obviously you know matt fury was doing his thing um but me and maybe like two or three i can't i can't really remember but there wasn't that many pepe artists and i, I just saw I saw a good moment to like tell funny stories and, you know, using Pepe and, um, and that's when I came up with the tight, the Titanic scene. And then the, the one Dees was talking about the lonely neighborhood spider Pepe was before that. And, uh, it just, he's just such a funny, like depressed or like, he's just such a funny character that I tried to like put myself into him and just, you know, just be funny about it. And, and luckily people, uh, you know, connected with it. And, but yeah, back then, um, I was worried about making Pepe art because nobody else was really doing it. So, uh, but yeah, then, it, then like once V, you know, D's and VVD and everybody came in and started buying Pepe, then foundation just, you know, turned into, it turned into Pepe only for months. And then I felt like, okay, you know, that might be the top for that. But, um, I still love Pepe and like, I'll, I'll probably do a few more fake rares, but to be honest, I don't really have any intention of continuing to do Pepe art, not, not anything bad or like no diss on it or anything. It's just, I feel like I'm, you know, progressing in my, in my storytelling and like my trajectory. So I want to like focus more on just whatever the muse is whispering in the moment. And, uh, yeah. Much I it. love that. Yo, this is sick, first of all. And second of all, you're totally fine. Do not make more Pepe art. That only makes my card more <laughs> scarce. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. totally cool with that. Um, yeah. and, <laughs> no, but I like that. You're like, you're so honest too. Like, 
like even your Tezos takes, like I love that ecosystem, but like I'm I'm that was another part of my story and I did it. And then you did the whole Bitcoin NFTs with the Pepe, the fake like, well, I don't think I'm gonna do more. This was it. Like I like how you just like and you seem so like sure of yourself too in a good way. Like you like that you're letting kind of the muse like kind of like guide you and you're also so like I don't know. It's really, you got to love, like, there's a whole difference when we're, like, interviewing, like, a builder or, like, uh, someone in the space or just, like, an artist. Like, the way different minds think, it's really, really fascinating. And I love how yours uh, yours thinks. Matt, I believe you're back. So we just found out while you were gone that you're the biggest Tezos collector for, for, <laughs> for ACK. So that's probably good news for you that he's probably going to chill there as well. But maybe I want to kick it to you, of course. I'm sure you have a couple words by ACK if you had a question for him. For sure. Well, I got rugged, of course, on rug radio. So of course. <laughs> it's only fitting. It's only yeah. fitting. Um, yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm a, a big, big, uh, big ACK supporter, um, you know, big collector of this work on Tezos um, and, you know, a lot of this early work. And, you know, I know we were talking about how artists, you know, evolve and, and the question about like your style and how you retain sort of like that ethos that's that's who you are. And like, I remember when I saw that tweet pop up, like ACK is the artist I immediately thought of because, you know, having collected a lot of his earlier work where it's a lot of like meme art, you know, and, 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 and in a sense also like medium native culture. Like that's what I keep kind of coming back to when I think about like artists like ACK, artists like X Copy, artists that like may traverse different styles, but are kind of like holding up like a mirror to this culture that like we're building and like this history that we're kind of charting with crypto art and with the NFT space. And like, you know, the fact that like so many like prominent like crypto punks and, and figures that have, you know, we're going to look back on like feature in his art. Um, we're like, I just really drew, I, like I was really drawn to that. And the fact that it was done in a really like thoughtful, like clever, um, a clever way, you know, and, and to see the evolution of going to glitch and going to 3d, like, I think like Faroque, you kind of nailed it when you said that like he like what I like about ACK is like he really he does what he wants. Like he lets the muse guide him. Um he'll you know, he'll go on a bent, he'll go on like a tear like last night with like the like, last you know, night was crazy. I love that. I love that. And like honestly, like as a collector, like you want you wanna see confidence from an artist, right? Like you like like I like it when I see an artist like trying new things and like like trying new styles and like not being afraid, like evolve and and like toe the and like and and like push things forward in a way that feels genuine for them i know that like there's a lot of pressure on artists these days around like supply size and what's like the right way to do it and like you know all of that and like one thing i love about ack is he's just like hey like like all that all those concerns be damned he's like i feel like doing this i want to do ack pfp boom and it's dope he's like i want to you know give away a 101 on super rare boom it's dope he's like you know i want to like I want to have some alt accounts and like and 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 uh, you know like create these like funny like you know kind of like in this intrigue around things like I love that and like you know that's what I think we need more of that honestly in the space is like you just be, like artists be feeling free and like liberated to really just kind of like push their own creative boundaries the way that they want to so anyway that's my I yo much love thank you TK. I thank love you, you know and uh, I'm I'm just super excited to see what he does going forward you know. Thank you so much, man. That means a lot. And um, yeah, no, I mean, I, yeah, I, I never know how I'm coming off either because I, I try to, I try to be humble, but you know, I'm, I'm putting all my confidence in the muse or my artistic intuition, which has kind of led me to this point. And, um, you know, I, I want to trust that. And, but, you know, I know I'm just a dude, I'm just making art. Like there's, 
there's so many great artists out there and, you know, who deserve to win as well. And, uh, you know, I just try to, I try to think about, you know, what I can do to help champion the space or like, you know, whatever, what, I, what if I have any power, I want to use that to like, you know, push things forward and be um, experimental because a lot of artists, I do agree, like Mondo definitely has a point that if you want to be recognizable or recognized and you're just starting out, I mean, it's almost always the safe bet to find your style and just stick with it because I mean, 99% of the artists stay in their style. Um, because I, you know, I was thinking about it, it obviously X copy the goat, like I was just wondering like, how would it be perceived if he started making 3d art? I'm, I'm sure it would sell for a shitload and it would be, it would be very well perceived, but you know, he doesn't do it. And neither does, neither does a lot of artists because maybe, you know, maybe they don't want to, but also I know a lot of artists um, are just, afraid to experiment and i think i think if the story is strong like that's that's one thing i uh, across all aesthetics i want to tell a powerful story so i think to the few artists who who want to try that i think if you have good like well you gotta you know you gotta go through your ups and downs and you gotta like find your voice but i think there is more to aesthetics if you can tell the right story I love that you went there. I was actually going to go there now because we have about 10 minutes left and I think it's a good topic. Mando, you had a tweet and 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 so which led into conversation should an artist stick to one style in order to get recognized. Of course, there's a difference between style and a medium. Uh, but I've I've noticed personally something and that's recurring all the artists that we've we've interviewed here but also that I followed in the last year and a half on, on in the NFT space, crypto art space, um, is that they all, there's a style that sometimes like, oh, you know that's a Van Lu. Like, you know that's a fuo. You could look at a piece and like, oh, yeah, of course, that's fuo. No matter if it's his sculpture or his paint drop or his one-of-one one or something that he draws, like a physical, you're like, oh, that's fuo. So he sticks to one style, but he plays in different mediums. Um, and, 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 and I've seen this with you. Like, when I go through your Super Rare, your editions, you, you stick to a similar style as well, but you play around a lot. And we've seen that a lot with the bigger artists, uh, Claire, et cetera. Uh, people you know all the all the all of them so what i wanted to know definitely your thoughts there but mando i'll go to you first since you put the tweet out uh maybe you wanted to preface that with how what you thought and you know when you wrote that and how you went about it and then Ovi, if you're around maybe we can hear your thoughts on that too yeah um i guess it was in response to seeing um grant yun this year it was like having such wild success and i was just thinking about all the top artists in the space like i feel like ack um you've done some of your earlier works had a certain style which got you very recognized and then you've adapted you've been more like the exception rather than the rule that you seem to adapt with your style even as you've kind of become bigger and bigger but i think a lot of artists kind of stick to one style to get known and then get the opportunity to do that and i guess i was talking about it from the perspective of i don't i'm not sitting here saying like our artists don't like be artistic or like don't do what you we're not trying to limit you into to what you love to do. But if you're trying to get known, like if you're trying to, um, which I, like we can all say, like you're here for the art, you're here for here, this, that, and the other. It does feel like a lot of artists do kind of want to get recognized and they do admire some of the big artists and how they do it. What I've seen consistently is that they get big artists become big artists by getting known for a certain style, becoming instantly recognizable. And then maybe they get the luxury to try 
many different things. But if you're starting off, I've just seen it, seen that's been the, the tried and tested strategy from a lot of these different people. Um, and that's not, that's not to say like you, sh- you shouldn't be artistic or, but I do think that having that style and perhaps sticking with it, even when it feels slightly limiting, can have massive benefits over a medium term if your aim is to try and get uh, more recognized or more well-known in the space. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's definitely undeniable. Um, And uh, yeah, sorry if, you know, my tweets or anything and my rants were um, seemed uh, negative. No, not not at all. No, that's a great conversation, actually. I think that's what Mando's looking for when he's tweeting something like that. He likes to clickbait. He's a clickbait oh. <laughs> king. <laughs> no, but he does have a great point because, um, yeah, like when I was coming up, um, I I did more 3D art and I, I was making punk derivatives and, and stuff like that. But um, uh, but yeah, no, I think I think yeah, for most the majority of artists who want to be recognized, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I would recommend they stay in a certain stuff, but I, I would say, you know, go fuller into yourself like dive into yourself and and really you know try and discover what what you're trying to do and what stories you're trying to tell and what styles you want to make and then I think as you do that and as you keep creating you'll find your style because you know I kind of just happened upon mine after some success and um, you know I'm still I'm still kind of evolving to be honest can I uh, add something real quick a little bit of insight yeah please do um yeah, it's actually something I just kind of realized as I was like kind of going through some of the some of the early work and then in, into some of the more contemporary stuff. Um, like I think ACK, like whether it was intentional or not, I think you did a really good job in terms of like transitioning a bit. Like like you didn't just do like a one eighty on people where it was like going from like you know the the crypto punks and like the crypt and like the uh, the meme or like meme inspired sort of artwork into like the glitch and the 3D but you kind of like bridge the gap well by incorporating elements of both like if you take a look at right click print which i know is a big uh, release for you like you know that has many elements like on the right hand side like all of those different pictures of notable punks and different things in the space that like very much feel like classic classic early ack while also bringing it into like that 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 different context with the glitch and with like you know the 3d side and so it's like you kind of eased people into a new style without like totally abandoning like the hallmarks of that people mm. recognize and i think that that may be also be a, a really illustrative like model for for uh, artists who are looking to navigate a similar evolution uh thank you thank you yeah no um i, I yeah i definitely agree with that and yeah right click print was like my it was the piece right after the x copy collab so i sat for a few weeks just really nervous like man i gotta you know i, I gotta bring it this time and you know fortunately you know i came correct and um trusted the muse and yeah that piece is is definitely one of my one of my personal favorites and um and yeah i i, I definitely agree with that and i just want to you know i just want to keep telling cool stories and and having fun and the reason last night happened was because there was it seemed like some redundancy in the in the time in the timeline i mean and um so essentially like seeing all that redundancy i just sat here like fuck, I, I need to spice things up, and it just felt like a, just felt like a good move to start giving away free shit, man. Uh, like you know what I love, about <laughs> it? like this reminds me so much. Like we, we bring it up a bunch of times, but like broke, like early clubhouse days, we were just having fun, and like I 
feel like when like last summer and fall really started happening, like people lost that sense of this is fun and more of like, holy shit, I got to buy this ASAP so I can make money. Like there's nothing wrong with that. But like now we're getting back more into like, fuck, this is fun again. And like there isn't those other things kind of distracting us. Like a perfect thing like right now, we're having a space. And like I love 10 seconds, like trying to guess like Mando is at a pool hall. Like I could guess Med Dead is definitely walking on like his 14th city block by like how short his breath was right now because it's really hot in New York. And like this is the fun stuff because we're not like judging about like, oh shit, we have this mint I have to go ape gas war into right now. Uh, five yeah, five yeah. eleven. Go ahead, please, Camilla. Uh, five five eleven. I agree with what you're saying, but uh, I wanted to ask uh, ACK. Like, do you feel that now you can play around and have this mo this um, this crazy ideas now that you are on a certain stage, or would you be comfortable doing this uh, in your early days when you were not recognized yet? Because I think there's a difference here yeah yeah no that's that's a great point um honestly i'm not even i don't really feel comfortable with it even now i just like uh like last night i was nervous like damn but then feeling nervous made me like excited because i don't feel that way often anymore i mean not i, I trust me like but I, i'm so focused on my art right now and like what the projects i'm making that And I'm not releasing a lot. Like back then, you know, it was, there was more quantity, but, but yeah, no, I mean, I think it's definitely easier for me to take risks at this stage, but, um, you know, I think it's also crucial for artists to, if they feel conviction about something like a, like a, a piece they want to make, I think it's important to like, trust your, trust your muse and your artistic intuition and take risks as well. But I try to manage risk thoughtfully now. Like, yeah, you're not, I'm not going to make like a stick figure piece and, and mint it on super rare. I think that would be, you know, disrespectful to my collectors or whatever, but like, I'm trying to be thoughtful with the amount of risk I'm taking, but also if I have an idea and it, it feels right, I'm going to go with it. I mean, that yeah, I Sorry, I was going to say that feeling of nervousness that you said that you were talking about, like, I think that's how people nowadays, like, realize that they're still alive. Like, that's like, if you don't get. the Oh, no, go ahead. Did someone was that over your man? You just fat finger the mute button. <laughs> Mondo was taking his pool shot and accidentally fat fingered it. Yeah, Mondo's hitting his, his the eight ball and he's like he just muted everyone by mistake. Go ahead, fifty five. <laughs> that may have been me. That may have been me. I was just gonna say <laughs> if, if you don't get that feeling of nervousness every once in a while, like you know that you know you're not you're not doing enough. You're not living enough. Like you got to get that feeling of nervousness. Like that's how you know you really you know are alive and part of this universe. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that as well. And and I agree with this. This whole conversation uh, has been really, really freaking good. Um, and, uh, and, uh, and it's been really great to have you, uh, ACK, on the show, honestly. I think uh, it's really, it's always like motivating, I think, for other artists in the space that are trying to make it to hear from someone like yourself who's really done it and you keep doing it as well. Like it's not like you're stopping or slowing down. You just, you keep going, you know, with your story and, and just staying true to your art and to yourself. So it's really been an honor to, to be able to host you here. And, uh, and for those who missed it, well, you didn't miss it. 
because it's going to be on Spotify. It's going to be on Apple. And go give us some love, by the way. There's not a lot of ratings on there, okay? So go give us five-star rating because you know the show slaps. And, <laughs> and Mando yesterday made a list of everyone we've had so far. So I guess we can ask, add now ACK um, to, the, to, to, that, to that list because it, what a legend. And it's so freaking dope to have had you on the show. So thank you very, very much uh, for coming on, man. Um, yeah, thanks so much. No, thank you, man. It was, it was an honor and a pleasure and happy to be here. And I'll definitely be going showing some love on Spotify and after myself. Cause Hell it's, yeah. It's a, good, it's a good show, man. I, and yeah, and I, I really appreciate, you know, y'all's, y'all's thoughtful approach to asking artists questions and, and getting to know more. And But yeah, no, I'm, anytime you want me back, man, just let me know. I'm down. Anytime, brother. You're, you're always welcome on Rug Radio, Thank that's you. for sure. Uh, so you shout out to ACK, of course. Definitely make sure you follow his 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 Twitter account and you stay in touch with his art because it's really, really, it's really incredible. You've heard it for the last uh, 45 minutes or so. And a big shout out. Thank you, as usual, to my co-host, OSF and Mando. A happy birthday to John Knopf on stage here. One more time. Let's go. Happy birthday, John. Hope you have amazing fucking day thank you to everyone who came up as usual the fam matt d's michaela 5511 simon camilla and everybody else who came on stage we'll see you tomorrow morning for another episode of gm nfts on rug radio 10 30 a.m eastern standard time 7 30 a.m pacific standard time and with that i love y'all have a beautiful day peace wait for real do, do oh. we still are we still sponsored by dyson what are we still sponsored by dyson uh yeah sponsored by dyson Okay, uh, well, we, we are uh, hypothetically, but you know, it's like, we, it's about time they, they pay us, you know what I mean? So, so if Dyson, <laughs> if Dyson's listening, this is the spot where you we love you, Dyson. Yeah, exactly. And it's good. It's better be a big check. So yeah, sponsored by. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Sponsored by Dyson. We suck the fuck out of your rugs. All right. Yep, peace out. <laughs> Beautiful day. Have a beautiful day. A GM, GM. On this beautiful day. Good morning, NFT. We put up on Seth and Mando. Got the alpha on Web 3. And it's all on Rope Radio. It's a beautiful day. Have a beautiful day. A GM, GM. Rope Radio. Peace out, fam. Love y'all.